we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't ever bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Bud and Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada, pre-Leah drunk on Ronnie <laughs> this episode, with my co-host, who is not drunk at all, Armin. Armin, how you doing? I guess that makes me the Dorinda of this podcast. Oh, well, Dorinda was drunk, but she wasn't as drunk as the rest of the ladies tonight. Let's talk about the episode. Let's get into the episode. So the episode of New York, this is probably one of my... Favorite episodes I've seen in a very long time. It's it's one of the greatest episodes of Roni ever. It was fantastic from beginning to end. I had so much fun. I was literally like screaming during like multiple parts of it because I was just having so much fun. I think it's one of those episodes that you could show to somebody if you wanted to get them to watch Roni. And if yes. you wanted to tell that person that this single episode represents this whole show. Oh, 100%. I think this episode, this episode literally represents the whole show with the ladies getting crazy, with half the ladies inside, like having like real conversations, half the ladies outside, like going psycho, Ramona leaving to go to another party. It's literally Roni in a nutshell. It really was an, an episode that I think uh, encapsulates what Roni is all about. And that's humor. It's fun. It's partying uh and it's it's some drama too i mean luann got vulnerable dorinda um getting into uh ramona's face about john you know it wasn't that was was intense you know yeah it wasn't devoid of drama either it really it's it it had it all it was a great episode it was fantastic well let's start with i think we should just start with uh, the dog groomers is that the beginning of this episode (laughs) or am i forgetting something well i guess it opens with um, Ramona and Luann on the phone, and Luann's like, I can't believe you stuck uh, well, me in the lower level. Yeah, okay, well, we knew that was going to happen. We <laughs> saw the last episode. They forgive each other, and Luann, even though she's 10 minutes away, is going to come back, because that's the kind of saint she is. And of course, as you do on Roni, they settle it on the tennis court. I've told you this oh. so many times. I love when they play tennis on Roni. I don't know why. But it, there's something about them playing tennis. Tennis, there's a tennis culture in New York. If people don't know, I don't. I don't understand this tennis culture in New York. I took tennis lessons when I was younger. My parents put me in tennis because, like any you know, young child who needs to like advance in society, you need to learn tennis. And it's a high society um, game. It is a high society game. I was terrible at it. I was no good at tennis. Um, I really liked my racket, though, and I loved, like, what I would wear to tennis, but I was not good at it. Um, but I did like this tennis instructor, and so did uh, <laughs> so did Luann and Ramona. I This is the thing, is, like, you cannot put Lu- Luann and Ramona in the same room with, like, an attractive man, because both of them are going to be, like, <sighs> like, claws out, fangs out, suck in the blood of this, like, small young prey. And they were just going for it. It was a lot. I think Dorinda said that um, the thing with that tennis pro was that he's every woman's type. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, it's like, oh, okay, it's Chris Hemsworth. Okay, it's that Chris Hemsworth's your type. Yeah. And same with every other freaking person who's ever looked at Thor. So. Also, I have to say that it's amazing that Ramona hasn't gotten better at tennis since, since season one. 
when Ramona used to um, challenge Jill. She she's challenge like worse Jill. at she's worse at she's, tennis. Ramona's worse than she was when she used to play with Jill because Jill was good. Jill was good. I feel like Ramona was bad on purpose because she wanted to like impress this like tennis pro. No, I think Ramona's just not good at tennis, but it's funny because she loves tennis so much. Like she used to be obsessed with you know, beating Jill and becoming the best yeah. tennis player. And Mario, remember Mario's and a tennis pro. Like I'm married like, to a I tennis think pro. She's playing bad to like make this guy be like, oh, I can coach you. I can coach you very well. And she's like, oh, can you? I'll never forget the epic battle between Jill Zarin and and Simon Van Kempen. Oh my versus, god! Versus versus. Ramona and Mario and I remember it was supposed to be such an epic battle because Jill was going to bring her own tennis pro and it, it was to determine like who like who's the best between like Jill and Ramona but then she, like I forget what happened but that guy couldn't come so Jill taps Simon <laughs> as a taunt because Ramona yes. hated Simon yes. and what was amazing was that Jill did a pretty damn good job even though she was stuck with Simon who's terrible but it was because Ramona was terrible. Ramona couldn't hit the ball. Yeah. Mario had to do all the work for her. R- Ramona's just not good at tennis. She has to give up on tennis. Luann is actually pretty solid. She's always been solid at tennis. Yeah, and the the pro enjoyed it as well. The pro uh, saw her uh, her strengths. He didn't though. Luann put the moves on him, and he didn't take it. He's like, not today. Not he was today. Close. He was closer than he was with Ramona. I you think so? You think so? Yes. I could. F- you know, I feel. I can feel like sexual tension through the screen. I under, you know, Eddie the Love Doctor. Right. I understand emotion connection. And there was so much of that going between Luann and this like coach. But then Luann reeled it back and she saved some of her sexual energy for Mr. Dog Groomer with the bad toupee. Oh, Luann and the Dog Groomer, um, they, they definitely got it on. Oh yeah. my god, if yeah. Luann did not go bang him within the next like hour or two after that happened, or Luann's only ten minutes away and he makes house calls. Um Okay, let's get to let's get to the night of though, because I feel like we're kind of dancing around the fact that the best part of this episode was when these ladies got white girl wasted. God, Eddie Roni is just spectacular. And they're they are so impressive because they are so consistent. I mean, for the past seven seasons now, Roni has just managed to night in and night out entertain us. Oh, 100%. I thought the peak had been reached with Tequila Mexico when they mm. went to the, you know, thing. And, you know, I'm a big fan of tequila. Been drinking it a lot today, tonight, all of the quarantine. Um, but this, wow. I I have to say, I have to give a lot of credit to Leah. Um. I think Leah has has, uh, given fresh blood, fresh excitement to this cast. I think she brings that aside of Tinsley that I've been wanting to see for a very long time. And I said this last episode and I said, I think Leah is going to bring out a side of Tinsley that I've been wanting to see for a long time. It's going to bring out the real Tinsley. And I just want to say, I feel like my assessment was justified this episode because you saw Ramona kind of go at Leah and be like, oh, go check the things outside. Go make sure those, every the place settings are right. And she was like, what the fuck kind of thing? And she did it, but she was like kind of in her face, like, no, like, see, it was done. Tinsley 
would have been cowering in the corner and taking that little sister role. Leah's fighting against that. No, I don't know. I thought Leah was kind of subservient and actually Dorinda and Luann called Ramona out and they were like, Ramona, oh, that's see, not... I felt like it was more Leah. I felt like Leah at first was a little bit more like confrontational and a little bit more like, what? Hmm. Then no, because the way I remember it was Ramona's like, Leah, thank you for setting the table. And Leah goes, you're welcome. And then Ramona goes, but you didn't. You didn't set the table because she was being passive aggressive. And then Leah's like, oh, well, your lady, she says like your lady, um, told me that the forks and the knives and the spoons were inside the napkins. And Ramona's like, oh, what? I don't think so. And she's like, oh, let, well, I'll go check. Let me double check. I want to make sure that they're, that no, they're yeah. in there. And That's she walks insane. off. And then Dorinda and Luann are all like, wow, that was rude, Ramona. That was really awful of you. What are you doing? And Luann's even like, don't let Ramona talk shit to you like that, Leah. Stand up for yourself. And she comes back and Dorinda's like, don't let her get away with that. Otherwise, she's going to keep bullying you. And Leah's like, I don't mind. Like, that's how my family talks. Like, honestly, I'm not offended by it. Like, I don't See, mind. I take it back, but I'm taking it back to when Leah goes, you're welcome for her not doing the thing that Ramona like said thank you for. No, I think I think she was being sincere. I don't think she was being sarcastic. No, I think she was being, I think, see, the Leah, I think, I think she was being sarcastic on first. It's like, you're welcome. Like, knowing but, she but didn't the tone it wasn't well like that. Taking it, taking it she advantage. didn't do it like, you're welcome. She said, I know, you're she welcome. said, you're welcome. But, like, she knew she didn't do it. She knew the lady had done it. But I she think it's taking... she said you're welcome because going out and confirming that the forks and the knives and the spoons were there was setting the table. Yeah. You see what I mean? Like, yeah. like I think Leah actually was saying you're welcome because she's, like, in her head, she's like, oh, yeah, I, I like, made sure they were there and they're, they're there. And so, like, Ramona knows that they're there and that's why she's saying thank you to me. And, and I'm saying, you're welcome. Like, I actually thought that was sincere. But you know what? We're getting pedantic here. And, like, honestly, yeah. like, you could be right. I could be right. Matter. Who the fuck really knows? Like, that was such a subtle moment. But I actually but did think not... she was being sincere, funnily enough. Oh, well. I, me, I'm like, see, I like to, I like to see the fire in everyone. And Fair enough. That's my problem is, like, I think I, I'm like, ooh, they're being saucy. When they're not being saucy, they're literally saying hello, and I was like, mm, "Someone's trying to start a fight." I think that's what it is. Everything is violent to you. Just everything is pure violence. I think when you contextualize violent. it, though, where Leah's like, "I didn't mind. Like, I'm not offended. Oh, I want to make sure that everything is out there." It doesn't seem like she would have been saucy in that moment. She's having this girl's night in because all the ladies want to stay in. But as Dorinda said, this girl is itching to get to that party, oh, and yeah. we see that because she invites Jeff. This rando man over because he's going to be heading to that party in Sag Harbor a little bit later. So she's like, I texted Jason. I texted Jacob. I texted Jeff. I texted Josh. She sucks in all the men alphabetical order to try to get a man here. She gets this dud of a dude. And then all the ladies get crazy. And Sonia puts this man in his place. Armin, I need your I need your take. I I was screaming. <laughs> I have screaming. to screaming. So Sonia has put together a masterclass of a season from a reality TV standpoint. I need I need I need a masterclass on the masterclass masterclass from Sonia Morgan how to be a reality icon. She, she's at the peak of her powers, I think. She is such a perfect reality tv star i mean she gives you everything she gives you drama she gives you hilarious commentary 
and she doesn't need to do it in the confessionals, which is what I appreciate about her. In the moment, hilarious quips. One of my favorites, um, it was when she was walking out to Leah and Tinsley naked. I'm seeing double and yes. I'm feeling single. That's what it was. I'm seeing double and Armin, I'm feeling single. Armin, the- you know, you know my go-to toast when we are taking shots is here's to staying single, seeing double, and fucking triple. <laughs> Same energy. You and me are two in the same. Sa- same energy right there. Um, right? But she had so many lines. I, I, I should have written them all down, but so many lines throughout the whole episode. I um, think y'all need to just rewatch the episode because I've watched it twice already and I'm still energized. Yeah, I've, I've watched it twice too and it's it's just so good. I mean, and, and also the, the the silly shit Sony was doing, like she she grabbed the dil- dildo and she's like using Hanging it as a sword. Yes. Yeah. Oh God! Okay, she's wait, just—I so I don't think I'm she's ever on, been more confident in herself. That's what it is. She's free would, and loose, and and just being full Sonia. Full Sonia. Full Gray Gardens, as I put it last week. Full GG. <laughs> um, okay, so Elise. Okay, speaking of Elise, she was there, but I don't care that she was there. Whatever, a blip in the wind. But on Instagram. Leah commented on something about the dildo in the chicken. Remember? Because the dildo was in the chicken, the, the vibrator. Yep. And Elise was like, just to let you know, you were the one who put the dildo in, like, the chicken because Sonia couldn't find a place for it or something. And you needed to, like, rest. And Leah was like, what? That was me? Like, I had no idea. And Elise was like, that's why you guys need me here sober for, like, you guys to remember everything. So I... I think Leah has become my new favorite, like, powerhouse behind Sonia Morgan because I think Leah not only is being her fullest self, is literally hilarious and obviously knows how to good time, but I think she brings out a more excited, fun, positive vibe from some of the other ladies. Sonia was having a great time. Uh, Tinsley has been her most fun self that we've ever seen. Oh, yeah. We were outside in the backyard, and I loved that. Um, I also died at um, Leah, like, throwing the cheeky torches at me. Like, this represents bullshit. And everyone online being like, oh, she's talking about uh, Charlottesville. Charlottesville. Yep. <laughs> Which I was like, wow, Leah's cool as fuck. I-, I knew what she was talking about when she said to Tinsley, like, wow, you clearly don't watch the news. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Leah's great. I'm no, really she was amazing Leah. all episode. Um, I- and I loved her going after Sonia. For clinging on to her past. Being a socialite. And Sonia likes to deny that. And she likes to say, No, I've moved on. I'm I'm moving forward. I'm I'm in the future. I I don't cling on to the Morgan name. She's clearly not. She's clearly not. And we saw a couple of new scenes um, in this episode from the night before where Sonia was again talking about yes. her past, yes. talking about how she yes. owned a private island or her husband owned a private island and they had a I giant yacht. I married the bank. I married the bank. I didn't marry I the, the bank. banker. I married the whole bank. Sonia, I'm sorry. You, you can keep shouting it from the rooftop that you have moved on, but you haven't moved on. And and honestly, it's a, it's a part of what makes Sonia such a riveting character on reality character, TV. Yeah. But it's just a fact. It's it a is, simple 100%. fact. 
And, and I get it. I mean, Tinsley talked about it. When you reach those sort of heights in terms of wealth and status and lifestyle, it's very, very hard to accept anything else. I, I can't even imagine because I've, I've never lived that way. Not even close yeah. to it. Um, yeah. But but I can see when, when you own a private island. I didn't know that. Um, or, I mean, she didn't, but, you know. You basically know, by extension that i've owned uh, right yeah yeah you you have experience you know, eddie let us know i have that experience so you know coming out of owning from owning a private island to like not owning a private island um it's hard you know when you marry the bank <laughs> it's it's really hard um you know not to by the way like feel too much sympathy for sonya she's doing great She's fine. Like, all these, see, that's the this, 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 like post, post fine. uber wealthy trauma. It's like so, it's like, be, it's not even first world problem. It's 1% problems. And yeah. uh, Sonia could talk about how uh, Leah turned it into Occupy Hamptons all she wants. Like, I, Leah's I still right. Hey, I, I was here for Occupy Hamptons. And I, I liked all the memes online that were like, this is the only Trace Amigas I care about. And it's like Tinsley, Sonia, um, Leah. Because honestly, if you like Sonia and Tinsley in that moment, they looked like, but all three of those, when I was watching the three of them topless drinking their drinks on the curb of the pool, I was like seeing triple. I bet it was fun for Sonia because Ramona hasn't been her partner in crime for a while now, Mm -hmm. because that reminded me of um, season five when Ramona and Sonia were like going, um, going swimming topless like every night. I forget where they went. It's the uh, Johnny Depp pirate uh, oh, vacation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And like, remember how upset Aviva was at them? Yes. For getting topless. Aviva was furious. She's yeah. like, like, you shouldn't be topless in front of Reed. Um, yeah, it's like my husband. Well, it's like, if it's your husband, then you shouldn't be worried. Like, I was, I'm with Sonya on that. But, uh, but yeah, it reminded me of, of the fact that Sonya hasn't had her partner in crime, but now she's kind of found a two partners in crime and exactly. it definitely informs the 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 whole Sonia being upset at Ramona for finding all these new friends and Ramona constantly like leaving yeah. events early because they used to be I mean, the tag she team this girl, she even left this girls night to go to the party yeah. which I was at like, her own house stupid a party stupid, she's stupid, hosting stupid. she left that's insane to me that's embarrassing and that's rude and I would I would never do that it's also funny that she got so offended by the fact that Everyone was was questioning her bringing a guy when, remember how upset Ramona got that Aviva brought Reed to that vacation? Yes, yes. Remember how upset the, Ramona would get? Night. It yeah. was a girls weekend and Aviva bought Reed and everyone was like all up in arms and then Ramona has to bring this random guy that she's not even dating to this party just for like male filler, like WTF. Or how about Ramona getting mad at Alex for bringing Simon to every event? Yeah, Ramona. Ramona is the we biggest hypocrite. What what do you think about the whole um the whole argument between Dorinda and Ramona about John? Where Dorinda confronted Ramona about that comment she made a while back about how Dorinda would break up with with John well, within 2 years. I think Ramona's out of out of place for making that comment in the first place because I think Ramona was just like drunk and just like trying to talk to talk. And I do think Dorinda actually loves John. And I feel like that was very disrespectful to their relationship. And, you know, if you, if you're really close friends with someone and you don't like their significant other and it's not for like, it's more for like personal reasons than for like outwardly reasons. Like, okay, if someone's like a dick to everyone or someone's like abusing someone, 
you can tell the person that, but if like, you just don't like a person because it's like not your type or like not someone you would date, that's something you keep to yourself. And I feel like Ramona doesn't see herself with a John esque person. So Ramona's like, there's no way you could be in love with him. Dorinda. There's no way that that could actually happen. Dorinda, which is offensive to Dorinda because I think Dorinda is like most people. I mean, you fall in love with a person, not with what a person you know, looks like all the time. You know what I mean? Like you move past that eventually, you know what I mean? And I feel like Ramona is so superficial that she doesn't understand that. Like, it's not just about what John looks like or what he does or who he is in society. It's like who John is as a person that compliments and supports Dorinda as a person in her fullest self. It's funny. Ramona says that she loves John. But when she was talking about why she didn't like John in the confessional, she basically basically listed everything about him. And then Ramona super nonchalantly accuses John of cheating, by the way. Yeah, which was crazy. She yeah. Was like, yeah, he's texting girls all the time. Yeah. He's always talking to girls and they're married and they know what But like very is. casually. And I'm like, Ramona. Do you buy it? Weird. No, I don't buy it one bit. Ramona's just trying to start shit. She probably is, but she did say the same thing about Tom, and she was right. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, if, if it is, time will tell, but I think Ramona's just a shit star, and I feel oh, like she deserved sure. to have all of her tiki torches thrown across her house, because they represent bullshit. bullshit. Um, um, did we cover it all? Did we mention it all? I think we did. Honestly, I think we did, because, wow, what an episode. It was just fun. I just had fun. And that's what... Roni gives you every single time a fun episode. Like, yeah. when is Roni not an enjoyable hour of television? Like, I, I, I really want to stress this because I think most Housewives franchises don't deliver on that. Yes. And by the way, an enjoyable hour of TV can be in any genre, right? Exactly. Roni happens to be a um, drama comedy but I think more heavy on the comedy. Oh, 100%. But, you know, even this episode, we got some poignant moments, right? Like with Luann talking about feeling vulnerable the night before when everyone was drinking and she felt like it was a huge challenge to not drink. We get those moments. We got the whole argument about John between Dorinda and Ramona. We We get poignant drama, heavy, heavy comedy. Great, quote-unquote, dialogue. If this was a written show, you, you, they would literally win Best Screenplay because that's how good their conversation it's and banner is all the time. I'm excited for everything else that's going to happen on Roni. I think it's going to be one of our favorite seasons of all time. I think they're really stepping it up that Bethany's gone. I mean, it was great with Bethany. I don't know. It's just great. It's no, a, I mean, it's, I, I the know, last bad like, season was like season four. That's incredible. It's been a long time since there was a bad season. I, I, I just am so impressed. I don't know what makes it work. Um, I have my theories, uh, and I've t- we've talked about it a lot. You know, yeah. it's just the chemistry between between the core ladies and everyone they've brought in since, for the most part, has been excellent. You know, Fantastic. except for, except for Tinsley, of course. Okay, well, you can hate Tinsley all you want. I love Tinsley, <laughs> guys. If you want to hear everything that we've got to say about not only New York and all that's to come, but Beverly Hills, um. Uh, Vanderpump Rules, Summer House, uh, Family Karma. Make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you guys can, please share us with your friends and family, especially in this quarantine. Let everyone share a part of this Butterpop fam. 
Hassan Bravo family we've got here. Like, subscribe, rate, let us know that you love us. And if you want to, we're also on social media, so you can follow us there on iTunes and not on iTunes, on Instagram and Twitter, that's social media, and that's H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D. The subscriptions are iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, and Spotify. Um, but, um, Armin, how can people find you? I'm rambling right now. I'm 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 getting Leah-level drunk. I think my margaritas are kicking in a little bit more than I was expecting. You gotta have another. You gotta have another. Um, I don't know, Armin. They're really kicking in. That's when you need to have another. Um, okay. You can follow me at Armin, M-A-H, on Twitter. Um, I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada, E-D-D-I-E underscore E-S-T-R-A-D-A, if you want to give that a follow on Instagram or Twitter. And we will see y'all next time.